Now we're getting to the bottom of everything. It's time for Mother Angelica. I mean, that's awesome. Answering the call. Answering the call. This world is no place for Catholic chickens. Answering the call. You call that a failure? I call it a great success. Here's Father Joseph and Doug Cash. Well, the phones are ringing once again, and Mother Angelica is answering the call from the classic TV shows of the 80s and 90s. I'm Doug Keck, along with my cohort here, our chaplain, of course, Father Joseph Mary Wolf. Always great to be with you, Father. And with you too, Doug. And uh, there's always some new insight that I always pick up, and it's really uh, a blessing, really, to make these programs because Mother really had this deep insight into the human struggles and the reality of those, but also how faith carries us through. I'm wondering, when, when, you, when you hear some of the old radio shows like this or the mm-hmm. TV show, do, do, you ever, do you ever get a flashback to hearing it, for the, remembering <laughs> hearing it and kind of saying to yourself, that's right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I forgot that. <laughs> yes, we need to hear things again and again, right? And yeah, there are times when I do. I say, I know when that show was was recorded. I know when she was saying this. And it's good to be reminded of those things again and again because we do tend to forget. We need to be reminded and uh, renewed and strengthened once again. Let's talk about the topics. Uh, we've got you be the one to start loving again. Always tough for the take the first step. Trust in God and also got to go to Jesus. But first up, don't make U-turns. You know, um, Peter Gagnon, our vice president of production, he uh, wanted me to do this show on St. Joseph the Worker. And they, so they arranged this wonderful workshop. And we were setting up the cameras and stuff. And, of course, you know Steve Beaumont. He's always got a little bit of humor there. So he has in the background a one-way sign pointing up and next to it a pitchfork. <laughs> so he did that. You wouldn't recognize it, you know, unless you were looking for it. But his point was, yes, we want to be going up. We don't want to be going back down. And that's what Mother's saying here. We're not going to make a U-turn. Once we start following the Lord, let's keep going up. <laughs> right. And, and I was wondering when you first saw that, I was thinking, well, there are times in people's lives, though, it's good if they make a U-turn, right, yeah. who, who got lost mm-hmm. and are turning back to the Lord. If you're a prodigal and you've gone away from the Heavenly Father, then you need to turn around and go back you know, to the Heavenly Father. So that would be a good U-turn. But Mother here is especially talking about, okay, I'll follow the Lord, but then some hardship comes along the way or right. something comes along, and I say, well, um, maybe later. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go back the other way. She also makes the point we need to know the consequences of our actions in the world and in our hearts and in our souls. I think there's a lot of people today who want to mm. do things but don't want to deal with the consequences. We don't really look at how is this going to play out? You know, if we say, let's abolish marriage and let's just live a free life, how's that going to play out? Let's look at that out a, a little more seriously. So let's see what Mother has to say about not making U-turns. We have a call. Hello? Hello. Hi, where are you from? Illinois. And what is your question? Okay, my question is, my wife and I were talking about this this morning, about if you break a civil law like speeding or something, you realize the consequences right away. Uh-huh. But if we break God's law, we don't. That's right. Because we're not told, like you said, the priest does not preach hell. Okay, now we're supposed to pray for the priest, and we read the other day where you're supposed to go receive communion on Thursday for the priest. Why haven't we heard about this before? I, I've never heard of this before, and I think it would be a good idea if you would tell everybody to start receiving communion on Thursday for the priest in America. Well, I never heard it either, so uh, I don't think it's the law of the church. 
I think it's a good idea, though. You can pick any day. I would suppose whoever came up with the idea picked Thursday because Thursday is the day of the Eucharist. See? Sunday is the Trinity. Monday is the Holy Spirit, poor souls in purgatory. Tuesday, the angels. Wednesday, St. Joseph. Thursday, the Eucharist. Friday, the Passion. Saturday, Our Lady. Well, if we can dedicate our, our days on that level, Thursday would be the right day, but I think it's a private devotion. And I'm not, I'm not against it. I think it's a great idea. It's a great idea to pray for our Holy Father and pray for the priests, bishops, cardinals. Why? Because their responsibility is so awesome. Awesome. My responsibility is terrible before God. See, he's given us this network. He's given me the ability to talk to you. It may not be eloquent. It may not be sublime. It may not be intellectual, but it's all I got. What I have, I give you. Little that it is, but I give it to you free. Why? Because it was given to me free. I give it to you free. See? And it's true. You're right. Many consequences are not felt for a long time. I, all of you smoking, whoever you are, you haven't felt them yet. And I bet you smoked a pack a day. If not more than that, you know, I don't feel anything. <laughs> the day of reckoning is around the corner. Around the corner. You know, we treat our lives like a U-turn. Y'all know about a U-turn, huh? It's all one the other day. Where I wanted to go was there, but where I was going was there. So I, I looked at this big opening, and I thought, we could make a U-turn. And then sister said, uh, Mother, if you look about 20 feet ahead there, it says no U-turn. I thought, oh, really? <laughs> but we went all around the block. It dawned on me this morning that most of us make a U-turn in our lives. We want to do God's will, but when it costs, we make a U-turn right here. What was going to Jesus, what was going for Jesus, what was going with Jesus, we made a U-turn. We do everything for ourselves. The consequence? Risky. Why? I wouldn't want to die making a U-turn. That would be useless. And so maybe tonight you could remember, tomorrow morning, Lord, let me do everything with you and for you. Let me love you enough to do what you want and to keep your word that the Father and the Spirit in you may live within me. That should be a real simple prayer. And we make every effort to do it. And when we fail, well, there's an awesome gift of repentance and the gift of confession. And we have so much, so much. But we need light, don't we, huh?
We need to know the consequences of our actions in the world, in our hearts, in our souls. The consequences of our actions. When you know that, I think we could love the Lord a lot. And it's only through his love that, that we can do all these things. You see, this little rosary, it's a custom in our order to wear one. It's Immaculate Conception Rosary. Well, I got 30 seconds. Is that what you're telling me, brother? I had it welded on. Because I don't want to take it off. I want to be constantly reminded of my vows and my obligation to God. Well, I'm not telling you well to have a holy conception rosary on your hand. But maybe if you knew there are two places to go, up and down, don't make you turns. And next up, our topic is you be the one to start loving again. Sounds simple, but it's kind of mm -hmm. difficult, isn't it, many times, Father? I always love the quote of St. John of the Cross, and I often have given that as advice in the confessional. Where you do not find love, put love, mm -hmm. and you will find love. And that's the key, you know, that we can't control what others do, how they respond or not, but we can control what we do with our hearts. And if we choose to love, then we put love there. And that can, it's always going to bear some kind of good fruit. And you, and it is difficult. We talk about praying for your enemies. It, it's harder for a person to be upset with you mm -hmm. and for you to be upset with that person if you pray for them or mm -hmm. if you reach out to them and at least say, I'm sorry for my part. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, 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 you can either put fuel on that fire and made it, make it intensify and let the division grow bigger and suspicions and prejudices and all of that, or you can reach out and charity and patience and forgiveness and unity, which is what God wants for us. Right, and I think Mother talks about the idea with free will, uh, you can't blame the Lord because you made the wrong decision. He gave you that mm -hmm. to make the right decision. You be the one to start loving again. We have another call, hello? Hello, Mother and Hi, where are you from? I'm from Birmingham, right here next door. Well, good. What's your question? Well, I, it's kind of like a threefold question. I don't know if you'll have time to answer it, Mother. Yeah. It's about uh, being at the image of God, uh, the will of God, mm -hmm. and forgiveness. Yes. Uh, my husband and I have been married 17 years, and we're getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. And I don't want the divorce, but he does. And we've both done some horrible things in our marriage, both of us. And I have repented and asked Jesus to forgive me. And for everything that he's done to me, I have forgiven him. And he can't seem to do that. He's kind of like a hardness of the heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've talked about it, and I've read in Bible scriptures over it, and it just doesn't seem to help any. Well, sweetheart, you can't always change things. We have to endure many times. I don't know your situation, so it's not a hard question to answer. It's a hard question because I don't know the circumstances. But you can't live with hate in your heart. You can't. And I know all about divorced families, and I know all about husbands and wives that don't get along. 
it's a cross. You have to ask our dear Lord to give you the courage and the strength to endure. And God did not create him to be mean. God doesn't create evil. God doesn't create us to be evil. Our will makes us evil. But we do not use it rightfully. Our free will, does it get in the way if you put it in the way? Hey, we blame God for things that we do. If you commit a terrible mortal sin, you can't say, well, God, you gave me free will. What does that mean? He gave you free will to say, no, no, no. You, you, you don't, you can't be blaming God for your, your will. It's, it's undisciplined will. You can't do that. And so whatever has caused your frustration and hatred for each other, maybe if you started to love, then maybe he would start to love again. There's more Mother Angelica answering the call on EWTN Radio. Let's return to Mother Angelica answering the call with Father Joseph and Doug Keck on EWTN Radio. And we are back. Thank you so much for staying with us. I'm Doug Keck here with Father Joseph and Mary Wolf. The show is Mother Angelica answering the call. This one, Mother, talks about something that's really important, and mm -hmm. that's trust in God. Yeah, and when you have things like, I've heard this many times, actually, where people say, you know, it's when I started following the Lord more seriously that things really started to go bad. Well, I think maybe they're not necessarily related. Um, perhaps the enemy's involved in there somehow. somehow. But... Just because we are growing in our life with God doesn't mean that our troubles now are going to cease. What it means is that we now have the ability to grow stronger through the challenges with the Lord being with us. Yeah, I think maybe what happens is when we, when we get a positive feeling, maybe when, when our mm -hmm. faith becomes strong, we feel that. And so we feel good about ourselves and our life. Yeah. And then there is those, now we're suddenly aware of those disappointments, which maybe we wouldn't have hmm. even noticed before. Yeah, we were indifferent to them. Maybe. Right. And, and now all of a sudden we're saying, well, wait a second. How, I, like you said, isn't mm -hmm. it supposed to get better? I right. thought, aren't I doing the right thing, God? Mm -hmm. And in many ways, it does get better because now we have the ability to deal with these situations more patiently, more peacefully, and to bring good into a bad situation like that, like this being described here of a brother going into jail. Well, that's a very bad situation. And yet, mother's saying, well, do something here that maybe bring him some, brings him around. Right, absolutely. And, and also the idea is that if you offer good things to somebody and they don't want it, Mm -hmm. Don't lose it yourself. Right. You can do what you can for him, but mm -hmm. if he doesn't want it, don't let that affect your faith. That's it. So we just go forward. We do what we can. We plant seeds. Maybe they're not ready for them, right. but one day they may be. And in the end, we trust in God. Hello. Hi, Mother Angelica. Where are you from? I'm from Fresno. And what is your question? Well, Mother Angelica, um, I... Just not very long ago, got into my faith, and my faith has gotten very strong. But it seems like, I'm sorry, 
things are just going wrong and a lot of things have been happening and I've been trying to encourage others to know that the Lord's there for us and it's just that they can't, I guess they just can't see the things that I see that the Lord has given me a, a special gift. Are you, are you, are you talking about how do you help others know God better? Yeah. Is that because you now know him so well? I think so. Hmm? What's that again? I said, do you, are you expecting God, others to know God as, as, as good, as, as well as you do? Yes. And you're happy, unhappy they don't? Well, so many things have been ha happening. Just recently, my brother went into jail. And I tried so much to help him through his life. He's had a rough life, and he barely got picked up for stabbing, and well, for robber, robbing somebody, and he stabbed him. And I really thought that he was doing really good. <laughs> and it hurt me. Oh, no. It hurt me because my, I just barely found out a tragedy that my brother-in-law had cancer. I know, but see, that's that's where we get disappointed in other people. See, and when we get when we expect the heights for people and they don't even come up to the depths, then we lose heart. See? You need to use your good, firm faith now uh, by praying for him. See, you you have to you have to understand that some think that that this faith that you have has to kind of automatically go into others, or this newfound faith has made you sadder over what's happened to your brother. But that's not true. Faith is supposed to make you full of joy. First of all, you don't know why your brother did that, but you ever dawned on you that maybe this trial or even jail may change his mind. He'll have time to think. What is in there? Give him a Bible. Give him some good spiritual books. You see, you don't know what made him do that. And instead of trying to put your faith on other people, you can't do that. But neither can you be disheartened if other people don't have the same degree of faith or they don't see things in the light you see them. You have to go your way. You know what our Lord said one time? Very strange. He said, when you, when you travel, take with your neither scripture shoes. When you go to a house, say, peace to this house. If they don't want your peace, leave the house. Take your peace with you. Isn't that strange? That means if you offer good things to somebody and they don't want it, don't lose it yourself. In fact, he said, go to the middle of the village and shake the dust from your feet. We would look at him today and say, oh, how uncharitable. Ooh. That's not uncharitable. The Lord is saying, don't allow the sins, the mistakes, or pray for them, love them. But don't allow them to come within you and affect your own joy or your own faith. You say, well, that's kind of selfish. No. You can't be, your faith has, can't be weak that you go up and down like a yo-yo. Love your brother, yes. Now give him something deeply spiritual. Try to change his 
change him around. This may be God's way of answering your prayer. God doesn't always answer our prayers the way we want them. But he always hears. He always answers. Your faith has to carry him and you by trust. Trust in God. And don't allow your faith to be so shaken and you cannot put your depth of faith on anybody else. And closing out uh, this week's program, the topic is Gotta Go to Jesus. Sounds like something Mother would say. <laughs> yes. And it brought to mind the gospel where Jesus is talking about when a strong man fully armed guards his palace, his goods are safe until one stronger comes along. And of course, the Lord's speaking about himself, that yes, the devil has us, right, as his booty, if you will. But then the Lord has come and he is that stronger one. And so we may face some terrible temptations, like drug addiction is a very difficult thing to break, but it's not beyond the reach of Jesus. And it's not beyond his power to bring freedom to that person. And so we gotta go to Jesus, right? He's a strong man. Addiction is a strong man, if you will, but Jesus is a stronger one. Right, and I think there's a great image he has about seeing a beautiful flower beginning to wilt mm. and feeling so helpless yeah. for, for this a mother dealing with, with a son. Yeah, how many times I've talked to people who have been through this, and I'm sure you have too, just because there's so much addiction today and so many young people getting caught in so many Traps Different and kinds of addiction, yes. actually, as we have with the web and yeah. pornography and all these mm -hmm. other things today. And so they're just surrounded with temptation, and that's where helping them to come to Jesus, that even if they would go astray, they know who the stronger one is and who's going to lead them to freedom. Absolutely. As Mother says, got to go to Jesus. We have another call. Hello. Hello. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And what is your question? Or well, you? I have a... I have a prayer request, a little bit more than a question. I would like to be prayed for a broken heart mm -hmm. and for a friend who has a son who is who is in recovery from drugs. And would you please pray for him? Yeah. We're going to say a prayer for all of you out there that have a broken heart, especially over drug abuse. Because you see a beautiful flower beginning to wilt. And it's also helpless, but it's not. It's not helpless. See? Um, we need to pray for those that we love. Maybe there is a relationship that just didn't work. Let's pray, huh? That that addiction uh, will suddenly become a strong determination Rather, for drugs, against drugs. And many times when relationships don't seem to work out, we, we have to accept God's will. You know the worst cross in the world, I think? Well, not in the world, but when it comes to relationships, is to have a dear, dear, dear friend turn on you. Or misunderstand. And something that was beautiful and wonderful and filled with God, like in a moment's time, just disappears. That's hard. 
But sometimes, you know, God allows these things in us so that we're more pulled towards him. That in our need, in our disappointment, in our heartache, we go who? To Jesus. He's the only one that can help you. He's the only one. He's the only one that can give you consolation and solace. He's the only one that can lift up that person, make them better. He alone is Savior and Lord. You got to go to Jesus. Lord Jesus, I ask that you look into this woman's heart, her friend's heart, and give them that courage and hope that they know that no matter what happens, you are always there. You're always friend. You're always ready to help. You never leave them. They may leave you, but you never leave them. Well, I asked for that particular grace for this one. For more about Mother Angelica and to listen to her shows, go to EWTN.com. See you next time on Mother Angelica, answering the call only on EWTN Radio.